threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Arr. <laughs> it looks like it's a, a cigar, don't it? The fine folks at Blackbeard. Arr. It's they, a fine fire starter. Yeah, they sent us some fire starters. We're pretty excited. Yeah. We're going to start all, a fire. We're all wrapped up. This nice little rope. Yeah. Wonder how much burns. Thanks, fellas. Thanks. Thank you, matey. Yes. <laughs> What's going on? Well, buddy. It's a Q&A. It is. I love this podcast. Favorite podcast of the month. Yeah. It's, today. It's so nice because you guys do all the work. And we just answer it. <laughs> it's work for us, too. We got to go it read is. all this stuff. We got to interpret what you some guys are of, asking. <laughs> some of them. Uh, I was just reading one this morning. Again, I was like, man, I still don't like, I think I know what he's trying to say. <laughs> I know. Here. It's funny. We'll huh? get to that. But, you guys are cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You guys are good. Um, but Cam, we're yeah. excited. We are. But yeah. before we get into that, I want you to tell me about the Prepper's Medical Handbook. Okay. I'll Could tell you. you? Yeah, okay. there's a lot of stuff to remember with prepping. There really is. You got to remember water, food, and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Self-reliant medical care is no exception. Nope. That's how you stay alive. That's <laughs> how you true. put Band-Aids on, yeah. take care of each other. But the Prepper's Medical Handbook by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey, dude knows what he's talking about. He does, yeah. He's an MD, and he provides, provides the basis of prevention and identification of long-term management. Of the survivable medical conditions. Mm-hmm. Tells you what to do when you can't return from a broken down grid. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the organized structure of this book is like what I like the best. It's it's super easy to read. There's not a bunch of medical jargon. Mm. And it even has like diagrams and pictures, stuff you do and not have to read. Crossword puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> it really, like, it's a book that you can just throw in and refer back to over and over yeah. for simple medical training. Like, you don't have to have, like, all the MD and PA and NP right. and RN. Mm-hmm. Like, it's simple to read. It's super worth it. And you can get it at Amazon.com. It's great. Yeah. You can also go to his his website and check out all his stuff at PreppersMedicalHandbook.com. Yeah. It's an so, awesome book. You should get it. You definitely should. But thank you guys for sending in all the questions. We had a freaking ton. Oh, and Cam. By the way, we have a little prize pack that we're giving out to our oh, favorite right. question, and I'm giving that over to you. You get to pick. Okay. Okay? All right. So by the end of this episode, remember, you got to you gotta choose which one it is. Okay? I'll do it. Okay, be thinking about it. Okay. Our first one came from Tatro Jacob. He says, what are your thoughts on unprepared extended family members who you share close relationships with? Relationships. Shits. <laughs> ah, I just got a relationship with him. Um... I mean, they're family, so I figured yeah. telling them off, like, as if they were strangers, should yeah. be understood, because they know you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Huh? I, I, you've got a plan for it. Like, yeah. you know there's going to be people that you care about, or you're tied to, unfortunately, that yeah. are going to need some additional... And I've said this before, it's like, if you're, if you can't do that, like, why are you prepping? Like, what's True. the point? Like, if I can't help... I mean, I don't know what he means by extended family members, no. but... If they're close, we're if it's all a, extended. Yeah, we're right. all children. We're all we're all related <laughs> at some point. But uh, I think you got to have some sort of a plan. Like, okay, I really love this uncle or whatever it is. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I can help him, so I'm going to do something. Yeah, right. Uh, and then, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. And 
like you said, our one of our biggest reasons is to get more people prepared so you don't have to end up in this situation. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, we want everybody to be prepared so you yes. don't have to give up all your stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the more people you can bring on board, the easier it's going to be for you in any situation out there. Yeah. Get any, the questionnaire any... out there. Get the survey out yeah, there. Yeah, the MPP. Your... <laughs> yeah. Get it going. Um, Maybe the... do an FPP, <laughs> the Family Protection Plan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know? Are you part of the family? Yeah. Um, don't ever go against the family. <laughs> That's a really bad Godfather joke. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that's your COPD, uncle. That's the one. Yeah, it's got diabetes and COPD. Like, oh, is he like the father of the family? No, he has COPD. Nah. He, he sounds just, like he the... just ain't taking care of himself. <laughs> you know. Um, the preparedness guy asks, mm-hmm. since you are the primary prepper in your home, you're the patriarch prepper. Yeah. That's like me. most of us. Uh, if SHTF and you are pe- temporarily or seriously injured and bedridden mm. and your family has to take care of things, how do you think you, that'll work out for you? <laughs> I don't know. So this is a hard question to answer because it very much depends on what this SHTF situation yeah. is because, you know, if it's just maybe an extended power outage or something like that, I think they're going to be fine. They're going to live through it. Everything's going to be fine. But, you know, if it's anything that has any sort of scary threat outside of our home, yeah. I'm don't, I don't know. We that ought, sucks. Like I said, we're just going to have to drink the Kool-Aid and drift off into yeah. the night because. Just turn my bed over to the door and I'll just <laughs> hold a pistol toward <laughs> Anybody come through? What's the the show where he's just sitting there against the tree and he's killing yeah. people at the end? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know what that is. Isn't that on. One, um, one of the war movies. Yeah, it's on uh, Lone it- Survivor. Is it Lone Survivor? Yeah, exactly. That's He's that's gonna be me. Like, yeah, the the kids and the wife are just like, we can't do it. We're not going out. My wife would just no. She yeah. has she doesn't want anything to do with anything that is scary. I know. He's like, I just don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, I, I think it'd be tough. And thinking of my wife having to take care of the kids like without any support, she'd yeah. probably be like, "You guys got to figure that on your own." Good luck. Send them out into the wilderness. Just let them go. It's time to it's time to grow up and uh, learn. Your father white can't fang help him. you. Can't teach you anymore. She got a white fang. Him. Go on, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. I don't even like you. Go. This is sad, but it's, yeah. So um, you're good. Yeah, I, I don't know that. That's going to be tough. Yeah, it is. It'd be a really it depends really on how disabled. Are you like modern day disabled, where you have no disability uh-huh. and you want disability, <laughs> or are you yeah. like? completely disabled Ooh, yeah i don't know that's toughy tough. it's very toughy it's a good question though <laughs> i was trying to just figure out what you're writing here but it's in a laska laska and i'm like what is that but the a on oh, alaska yeah <laughs> i'm like what's Alaska? I, I was like just tell your son like send him out on some endless errand yeah Son, you need to get this medicine. It's in Alaska. It's the only one that'll save your father. Yeah. I don't know why I just, talk like this because I'm your mother. Just the way that Alaska was spelt with the space I in there. Typed I was this trying sucker to figure like it 1130 out. At night. I'm like, hmm. uh, that's funny. All right, crafted by Tim. Oh, cool. What'd you craft? He crafted this question. Uh, <laughs> he says, "Been playing some Daisy in my <clears throat> in my downtime. What games do you guys like to play on you, in your downtime?" Brr. Well, well, what? You got to answer it first. Oh, you want me to go? Okay, yes. Yeah, commenting so on your. I, <laughs> sorry, I haven't played. Honestly, I haven't played much video games for the past maybe six months to a year. Yeah. Um, but when I do get back to it, it's usually like my old trusty civilization. Yeah. I just 
it's the one that I always go back to. And I do love Daisy, and we loved it. We played it quite a bit back in the day. It was great in the beginning. Oh, super fun. Super buggy. Well, it's probably Still is a little buggy, better but now, but I just haven't is, really got but, back to it. Yeah, I, and I mean, I'm not as grown up as Kobe. I still play games. As <laughs> a grown up, but I get like once a week. Yeah, it's the only time that I've like set aside. My wife basically has set aside. She's like, "You can do it now. Don't do it anymore. Don't talk about it. Don't think about it. Yeah. Don't look at anything." But I usually about get on it. with my brother. And we'll play like Age of Empires. We've been playing that a lot lately. Which mm. man, that's what is that game like? Twenty five, thirty oh years gosh, old. Dude. They've like refreshed it a little, but yeah. Still playing the ones from the beginning of time. It's so frustrating that game though. It's like you build all this stuff up and it's all gone in an instant. I know. <laughs> it's yeah. like you make this massive army yeah. butchered by some can like a yeah. bombard tower. And it's all gone in like two seconds. Like what but the yeah. crap? <laughs> <laughs> That's when I Nobody's got married. Is. I would play it once in a while. My wife got so irritated with the because you're getting attacked or yeah. like stupid, like a wolf's attacking one of yeah. your villagers. But um, and I I like I love Daisy. It's like one of my favorite all time of like a survival game. Yeah, I think part of it's what helped this podcast come sure. together because we just talked about yeah. how we love games like that. Well, in our original podcast, we actually. Um, interviewed the guy yeah, who was developing right. the game. It we was did. the worst interview ever oh, in the man. face of we the had planet. No clue what we were doing. <laughs> but we, as I usual, how did we get him on I the don't podcast? Know how he's like, okay, yeah. It's like, oh, oh, and he oh. just developed a brand new game that came out. Did um, he? Now, what's his name again? He's not with uh, Brian. Uh, what the hell is his name? Brian Hicks. Something? Brian Hicks. Yeah, he's not with the Bohemian no, anymore. He's got his own little. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, so yeah, Daisy's a great one. Lately, like. My opinion on games is like the pro gamer thing has ruined it. Like oh, yeah. I just feel like it's crowded and overpopulated with like little thirteen year olds that just rape you. <laughs> yeah. So I play like once in a while I'll get on a hunting game or Red Dead and do hunting on there. Yeah. But Rocket League once in a while, like that's my fifteen to thirty minute downtime go to. Mm. So nice. That's about it. Good. Yeah. We were playing um I really liked uh the division. Oh, it was That's fun, one of the dude. best ones me and you it played. It's super fun, yeah. So and The Last of Us, obviously. The Last of Us was amazing. Uh, it was one of our favorites. And the cool thing is, is there's a new series coming out on HBO this oh, year. That's right. And it's it looks the pictures look incredible. It looks like the video game. Yeah. It's insane. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's that gonna one, be a great that was one of my favorite yeah. all time too. That's gonna be a great like apocalyptic uh type series. In HBO We need to throw in a segment of like, discussing. I know. There is nobody better than HBO I agree. right now. They get like, the best producers, best writers. It is insane like chernobyl is still one of my favorite oh, yeah. miniseries Fantastic. that i've ever watched i'm watching uh, uh, um station 11 right now which is kind of a, a post-apocalyptic thing as well oh, yeah, you told me about that i need yeah, to check it's pretty it out good. i read I the have book HBO right now yeah i read the book a couple years ago and it was it's kind of weird it's a little bit of a weird post-apocalyptic series but it's really interesting it's like a post-pandemic weird type as thing. in it's hard to explain um because like the main characters are in this like post-apocalyptic Shakespearean group where they go around and they perform Shakespeare. Like, what? after the... Yeah, it's so weird. That's super weird. It, it, and it's like, the way that it's produced is is really, you have to be they paying attention. so good with that stuff. Oh, though. yeah. They could take anything and make it look good. But it's interesting, anyways. I like it. the station... Station 11. Station 11. Really good filmmaking. Cool. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Do it, do it, do it. So, uh, Catfish Jones. Catfish Jones. I think there's a couple Catfish Jones in here. Oh, really? What's your last meal? The fan has long been brown. Mm-hmm. You've been... 
that's the part that I was like interpreting this morning. Oh, uh, you did you figure it out? Yeah, I think it's what's your last s like shit hit the fan. Yes. Um, I don't oh, know yeah. what what's the long Ben Brown part. The shit hit the fan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It like cuts now off. It's like, what's your last meal? The yeah. fan has long been brown. Oh, well, okay. There's no. He's there's cut no question out the mark. SHTF. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I had to read it. Still didn't get it. Okay. You've been living off mountain house eggs and then Sinbad from Shazam that never existed. Yeah, I know. Shows up. I don't know. That one blows my mind. Still. Dude, anyway, it doesn't exist. Shows up to give you one win, and it's the meal of your dreams. Yes. And go. What is that meal? Okay, so I, it, for me, it's like really, really simple. It's steak and lobster. Yeah, mine's pretty much. I the can't. Same. It's so good. Yeah. It, if it's a good steak, if it's a good steak, like I put in here, yeah. it's like salty enough. You oh. don't need any sauces on it. No, 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 no. That is sauces. my favorite of all time. It is so good. That's why I like Shuhasco, like Brazilian. That one, uh-huh. you know, we just cook it with the yeah. Epsom salt, like mm-hmm. mashed oh, on it, and so then you good. knock it off. Oh, yeah. man, it's so good. Knock it off. Knock it off. Cut <laughs> it out. Yeah. Cut <laughs> yeah, and then lobster man. I don't know. I'm I'm a lobster. I still fan. haven't freaking had lobster. You've never had lobster? Like I've had a little piece, like somebody Dude. shared with me, but I've never gotten it. For well, myself. we're gonna have to go get some lobster. I, know. I don't even know if you can get it in town anywhere. Can you? <sighs> I probably. You know, you probably can. Probably. Br- we're going to do it. It's probably Schwans. Let's do it. <laughs> the Schwans. You remember the Schwans, man? Oh yeah. When my I was little, still get it. Oh, well, do they really? Yeah. We used to get it when I was little. Yeah, Schwans, man. And the Schwans, man, would roll up in his truck. <laughs> Like, oh, so, he's a food. When I was a kid, the Schwann's man pulled into our driveway and yeah. ran over a kitten. What? And it just like, <laughs> like, oh, no. it just exploded. Oh, no. And I remember thinking, I'm like. That's bad news. Hope that guy gets fired. Like, freaking destroyed. Him. Oh, my gosh. That's bad news. Because probably weighs six tons, you know, oh, with all the frozen huge, food. Yeah. But, um, huh. yeah, mine would be that, like, a steak and a good Coke, just a plain, simple Coke. Okay. And, like, I really like baked red mashed potatoes, just, like, whole, like, buttery. Oh, yeah. Don't have to mash them or anything. Okay. That would be it. I'm big. Thanks. And then I just lay down and die. I'm sure there's other stuff, too, that I would really like, but, like, I mean, the first thing I think of is steak and lobster. If I'm cooking on my own, I'm always like, I got to have some steak somewhere. I need a steak, yeah. So... Yeah, when my, when my family's out of town, I literally I go to if the I store. I go to a restaurant, I get a no, steak. I go to the store, I get a T-bone, I get some mushrooms. That's like all I oh, eat. Mushrooms, it's I forgot freaking about steak that. and mushrooms. Like that is sauteed like, mushrooms. Oh yes, I forgot about that. Oh yes, so I'd good. ask Shazam that. Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> uh, oh, these are good. Shazam, Shazam. Um, this one came from J. Corey Luth. J. Corey Luth. Um, <laughs> sounds like a condition. Yeah. <laughs> You, oh, I got the I lost my foot because of Jacorlith. Jacorlith. I got the Jacorlith. I've been working on it. <laughs> what What would be the one book to pack for SHTF strictly for yourself, for entertainment, keeping yourself sharp, no survival value, just keep insane? What's your pick? Cam said Playboy. <laughs> Playgirl. Playgirl. <laughs> yeah. Got to know what to live up to. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> um. You've so, read a lot more books. So I, I guess it would have to be a fiction book because I'm just going straight entertainment. I just want a story to get like sort of lost in. Yeah, That's yeah. my thing. It makes right? sense. Yeah. And one of my favorite novels of all time is Recursion by Blake Crouch. It's just so freaking good. Yeah. Talks about like time travel type stuff. I'm obsessed with like I'm literally obsessed with time travel. <laughs> I can't tell you how many novels I've read about time travel. Like you anyone. Need to figure it out. I, I keep thinking like I'm going <laughs> to find the secret. In one of these books, I'm going to put them all together. I'm going to get a board in my bedroom 
with some yarn, going to some things, some pictures. I've got Tesla on there. That's awesome. You have got Marty McFly. If you go back in time and you don't tell me, and you're stuck back in time, Uh I want you to put like couple thousand into like bitcoin okay and ethereum for me okay we can share a little bit that's what when we get to <laughs> that right. point okay I, I think we'll do it go find me see mm. what i'm doing tell yeah. me <laughs> it's like on the truman show when he's like just remember one word yahoo remember yahoo yeah and he that's like right, becomes yeah. like a millionaire mm. anyway that's, that's a good one. i like i don't read fiction um mm. i don't read a lot anyway if i listen to anything it's usually like somebody's experience or survival but i yep. really like Beyond Band of Brothers, it's like memoirs of Dick Winters. Mm. Um, the reason I like it is just because he he goes, you know, he goes off on just like the things he was thinking at the time, and like just the the brotherhood and like the the feeling he had towards people, and mm. and even during wartime. So I I don't know. That's one of my favorites, just because it's like he was going through this like hell on earth, yeah, and he still had like emotions towards like caring for other people and helping and like taking care of his men. And I'm like, if you're in a survival scenario, yeah, probably don't necessarily want to read a book about surviving, but <laughs> I know, but at the same time, I, it wasn't like, maybe to me, it's kind of, you yeah, to, it's kind of inspiring to, to like, man, if they did this or went through this, I can go through this. Yeah. Type thing. Like the endurance is still one of my favorites. The like Shackleton, when they get stuck mm-hmm. down in the Antarctica and stuff like that stuff, I don't know, just motivates me. So that's the only reason I'd say mm-hmm. not entertaining, but motivating. Sure. Good. I like it. Ryan the Man Hannah. Ryan the Man Hannah. Ryan the Man Hannah. <laughs> I'm going on down around my Hannah. Ryan the Man Hannah going down around my Hannah. <coughs> he needs a banana. Ryan the Man Hannah. <laughs> These bananas from Ryan the Man Hannah. <laughs> he likes Hannah Montana. Hey, Ryan the Man Hannah. $30, $30, $24. <laughs> um, uh, what bootleg movie downloads do you keep on a physical storage drive? Phone, tablet, flash drive. To watch during power outages, I keep smoking the bandits ready to go for any and all situations. Mm. Smoking. So I actually do have a hard drive specifically for I wouldn't say bootleg. You're right, but I didn't pay the full American price. Oh, I use some sketchy Russian site. Pay like three bucks per movie. Oh, nice. But they're they're in a like a more compact format. Ah, they're not 4K, you know, but they're 1080. Sure. But I I have quite a few on there. Um. But yeah, I, I the Batman trilogy. I can go sure. back and watch those all the time. They're great. Actually, on the way back from San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, on the plane, you know, you can access their flight movies. Yeah, that was one I watched the um, the Dark Knight. Yeah, um, Days of Thunder, original oh, Star Wars, not all the piece of trash ones before and after. I finally got through. Like my kids and I finally watched the first three episodes they'd never seen. Oh yeah, of Star Wars, which has I mean, it's helpful for the story. But it is. It's not the best writing I've ever seen. And nor acting. the CG is bad. Yeah, but there's some good. There's some good stuff there's in there. Some, there's some good stuff yeah, in there. There's a few things that maybe yeah. aren't too bad. And I like. I always like the new Star Treks that J.J. Abrams did. Sure. Yeah. Anytime they pop on, I'm like, I get glued to them. Yeah. So yes, I do have backup hard drives of. Man, you're the movies. man. Yeah. I don't. Unfortunately, you can I, come over. I could. Oh, and I got the burbs on I there. Would. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So I I have DVDs. So I don't know. I've got all our episodes from my, from YouTube. I downloaded them, put them on there. It's like I'm watching watch yourself. <laughs> watching yourself through the power. We're going to figure out how to get through this. I talked about it at one point. Day one. We'll start with the very first podcast. <laughs> the first episode. Ooh. That'd be bad. We didn't, we didn't have videos of all the early episodes. Can you imagine if we did have that? 
both, both <laughs> extremely boring to listen to <laughs> yes. and watch. And I, I, I distinctly remember the first probably ep- been VHS. I know it probably would have been so long. I distinctly remember the first episode that we had a camera on though. I was so With aware the, of it. Uh, we did a GoPro camera, right? Yeah, we had a GoPro. Yeah. Um, it was the SHTF Tools episode. <laughs> Is that the first I remember time? it, yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. I don't know what to do. It felt so awkward. <laughs> I did not like it. And now, obviously, it's not a big deal. But like at I first, I forget always that it's on. Mm. It's like until we start talking about something, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're like picking his nose over there. Like, yeah. oh, crap. This ain't just audio. It's true. Um, but, anyways, I do, I just have DVDs. So I don't really have something. That's going to be fine, though. Is it? How am I going to watch it? can't imagine a DVD player requires much power true, if you have, yeah. like, a sword yeah. generator. So, I mean, if I'm going to pick, like, three movies, obviously it's going to be, like, The Burbs, it's going to be Back to the Future, and it's going to be The Lost Boys. Those are That's just good. my jams. Those are my jams, man. Back to the Future, every time I watch it, it gets better. I don't get it. Which one? Back to the Future. They are. They're the all original. of them. I like all three of them. I do, too. But the original, yeah. the first one, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. It is so good. And obviously, with my propensity for time travel that I really like, it, it it's like my my I'll thing. I get off on watching that first one. I, I really do, man. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, this is so good. And my kids like it, so they'll watch it with me, you know. So, yeah. and they're like, they even it like is. the soundtrack now. Like they love. It's a great movie. They they love Power of Love. Like it's like one. They love that song when it comes the on. Power of Love. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that is a good one. Mm. I'd I'd watch all of those anytime. Yeah, for sure. A very curious Catherine. A very curious. Or is this you? I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Go for it. What do you think would be the true result of SHTF situation? Let's say something like total economic collapse or complete grid down so massive casualties are not an immediate factor. Do you think the society would continue on trying to maintain the norm or localized governments or organizations taking much more control, anarchy, or something in between? Boy, that's a really... So is it long-term, not a, po- a lot of people died... We're in the SHTF for a long period. Yeah, that is going to what's going to happen. So hard to determine what, like, if we knew, we would know how to prep exactly for yeah. all this stuff. But probably that going, is the scarier thing to is to think of a long term. Yeah, gone, for know, sure. Like years. of yeah. being in an SHTF. But I think it's going to probably be a mix of those, depending on the area that you live in, right? Um, yeah. You know, We've seen that places like California or Oregon are probably going to decline faster yeah, because of the people and the way that they're governed. I'm sorry for saying that to I you agree. people there. But I you, agree. we've seen in the past those are the places that, um, you know, kind of devolve a little bit quicker and they have a little bit less control um, of those types of things. I can't but say Utah would be much better, though. It probably would we got a lot of, like, like – Federal, I mean, like land and stuff like that. Sure. We have a lot of freedom yeah. to do and do stuff on land that's not yours where exactly. we lose our mind. And then, you know, if it comes down to some sort of a complete grid down uh, situation that lasts for any extended period of time, I think all bets are off. Who knows what's going to happen? I know. It's it's so hard to, to know what's going to happen there because, I mean, some of the studies say, you know, if there's an EMP, the grid goes down, it's like 90% of people are going to die. Which is crazy Over, you think. know, Yeah, that's insane. That's an insane, like, yeah. projection. It's like, holy it crap. is an insane projection. So, yeah, good question, but hard to answer. That is a hard one to answer. I And I go along with you like i think i think like we we kind of are used to like rules and we understand how rules like 
keep things safe. I feel like naturally we'll go to that. Yeah. But there's going to be plenty that won't. So it's just going to be kind of chaotic. It's an opportunity for some people that really, um, they haven't had happy. any organization in their yeah. life. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well, this is my time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go burn it's about some stuff. Time. <laughs> it's about time. <clears throat> um, yeah. That's a good one. How about McArmsworth? Me Charmsworth. Me Charmsworth. <laughs> it's me Charmsworth. Oh, the dog food for people can... I don't even try that. Dog food for people. Can a guy survive off dog food? That's a pretty good question. It kind of is a good question. We haven't talked about that. We never really have much. talked about eating animal food. No. Um. So... I didn't, I mean, I'd heard people have done this. Yeah. And I said, well, let me just use the Google. And I yeah. went on there and I looked a few things up. So here's what I found on a website. It says, the truth is, due to the nutritional completeness of dog food, it would be an upgrade over many commonly consumed foods that people eat, such as the overly processed sugary cereals and snacks that are widely available at grocery stores that are uh, full of empty calories. So it is edible. Yeah. And in some cases... Probably an upgrade to uh, many people's diets. Like what the crap we're drinking right now. Yeah. It's not great. Right. Better to eat some dog food, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> but I also found this. Dogs require different macronutrient totals than humans. Generally, dogs require far more protein than the average modern human body would be comfortable consuming. In order to efficiently digest proteins and also bones, which are both tough to break down, dogs have stomach acid that is 10 to 100 times more acidic than a human's well, stomach I, I acid. I didn't know that. I did not either. The more you know. The more you know. So probably in the short term, you could uh, consume dog food and stay alive. Yeah. I, I don't think that I would say, Along. well, it's cheaper. I'm just going to buy a whole bunch of Purina <laughs> for my family and throw it in our bug out bags, you know? Yeah, I got a bunch of water and Alpo. Yeah, Alpo's our that's our deal. You know, I don't I don't know. I I like fancy feast, really. <laughs> Cat food probably has more than dog food. That that's, is the most disgusting smell in the world, though. So gross. How could you just you get, get a teeny tiny drop oh, on your finger oh, all day? You're like so gross. <laughs> it's like just like a t a drop of gas. It's the same thing. It is. Like you smell like fuel the rest it's of the like day. Permeable too, just goes into yeah. your like skin. You're like, I can't get it off. It's gonna like show up in blood tests and drugs. Like mountain lions are like, <laughs> you've been near fancy feast showing up <laughs> yeah. on your blood test. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your triglycerides are sixteen thousand. <laughs> Something going on with your liver. <laughs> but that, but that brings me to the point of like, mm. like we have, I, like in medicine, we always yeah. worry about elderly people because. They're on their own, mm. may not have family. They do. They turn to it. So, like, they really sometimes do. we look in their blood to, like, see where some deficiencies are. But yeah, the dog food lacks vitamin C, which is interesting. So, uh, you the in, the long, in the long term, <laughs> you got scurvy. You got the scurvy. You've but been yeah, eating the some elbow. weird symptoms and deficiencies would probably start to show up long term. Yeah. But but I mean, Overall, for a short-term gap, like you had a couple Daisy weeks. If you're Daisy and going house to house, I'd probably throw some dog food that. in there. Oh yeah, grab it for yeah. sure. <laughs> Just make sure it's not rancid, you know. I think yeah, I think I would eat dog food over cat food though because oh, that yeah. smell. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on are we talking about the dry stuff or the wet stuff. The dry cat food I'd eat. Yeah, for sure. But the, the wet one? It's almost like <sighs> the, the stuff my dad, like the grape nuts. My dad used to eat that, the cereal. Do you remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like almost like cat food. <laughs> it seems like. <laughs> and it's like you can't hardly chew that Freaking stuff. Freaking grape nuts. Like grape nuts. I've, like, 
I do not think anybody eats those straight. Like, my dad did. I will pour them in there and then like 16 pounds of sugar. Oh, like, yeah. Or yeah. I'll put them in yogurt. It's like, you're not going to eat Oh, you got to get grape nuts and then get like a Snickers bar and break it over the top of it <laughs> and a crunch bar. That's the only way it's edible. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know? It's so dry. Like yeah. you would soak oil up oh, out yeah. on the driveway. Yeah, dehydrate you if you don't drink a lot. Oh, yeah. It just it sucks up all the water. It is, man. That stuff is clog up your colon. You got to be careful. <laughs> Supposed to do the opposite, but doesn't. I know, yeah. But yeah, yeah. um, corn nuts. Corn. This no, brought this podcast. Nuts. Oh, grape, grape nuts. nuts. Corn nuts are delicious. <laughs> yeah, great. What kind yeah. of name is that, dude? Grape nuts. I don't know. It's the stupidest like the thing. Grossest ever thing ever when you're eating a grape nut. Like, you know, these had great nuts. Nat. Let's call it great nuts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Why are we calling it that? These are teeny little nuts. <laughs> Too small from uh, probably grape nut. Yeah. Those are great. Did you say grape? No, I said great. <laughs> great nuts. Oh, great nuts. Grape nuts. Great nuts it is. We'll roll it down. It's on a box. <laughs> Send That's it probably out what there. happened. Somebody <laughs> yeah. said grape nuts. Like, you, you said idiot. grape nuts? Oh, okay. We fired Johnson, that idiot. Not put grape bad. nuts on a box. <laughs> Not grape nuts. <laughs> Well, it's going out like that. Nuts are supposed like... to have a Z on the end, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to Utah. Going to Utah. They don't care. All Zs. Um, Where are we at? Drop back Durban. Did somebody ask about grape nuts? <laughs> no, I don't know where grape nuts came from. Oh, because of cat food. Oh, it's that's about right. the same. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Um, drop back Durban. Mm. Drop them back. Is he a quarterback in Yeah, five-step drop. Let's go. I've been listening to all the old podcasts recently and heard on one when you first got the old Ford. Oh, man. Had me wondering, how's she doing today? Is she prepped up like a unit ready to escape the invaders in Red Dawn? Wolverines. It's not quite that. It's not quite. It's doing well, though, yeah. right? So, um, it's been a slow process. When I got that truck, you know, I had I had my eyes on it for like three years. Finally, the guy sold it, but it had like a bad cylinder. It was like, mm. you know, coughing out a bunch of smoke when I bought it. I'm like, yeah. great. So I replaced the motor. It's got a 400 in it, new block and everything. The interior, I've done the uh, the carpet in it and all the, like, rubber trim and stuff. Um, the outside, I haven't done much to the body. That's the next. I got two yeah. brand new tires on the back. Front ones are about 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly Still coming working. together. But. We take it up on the mountain. I go. We went and got a Christmas tree uh, with it this year up on, like, cut one down. And so it runs good. Yeah. Yeah, she's a little loud, needs some, a little more TLC. She but, is kind of loud. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love to think, I think of it as my bug out vehicle, but in reality, I think it'd be rough. It'd be well, kind of rough. And it doesn't. Uh, it would go is, a lot of places. Yeah. But, it doesn't necessarily even have to be a bug out vehicle. If you think about if an EMP did happen, yeah. but we weren't bugging out, we were still staying home. At least your vehicle would run. Yeah, it wouldn't. You're not bugging There's out not with it. Any digital in there, but you're driving it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So and it's simple. It's a lot easier to work on. Like oh, yeah. you can get to everything in there. Jeez, so. you could sleep in the. You, you really could with you the could engine. <laughs> so much room you could in there. Smuggle all kinds of stuff. Oh in that, yeah, in that front engine. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, that's kind of where it's at. I think the most prepping stuff that I've done to it is that Gray Man Tactical yeah. Molly paneling. Mm -hmm. Stuff's awesome because it had. And you're getting some more. The latest Battle Box has some in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Because like the back panel had a gas tank mounted, so it already has the bolts. Mm -hmm. and the gas tank's gone. I have one underneath the bed like normal. But um, it like they perfectly bolted in 
mm. the Molly webbing oh, like nice. to those bolts that held the gas. Oh, so it's like, geez, that was nice. You don't have to, yeah, I didn't have to drill any holes <clears> or anything. So <clears> that's like the coolest thing I have in there. Yeah. Everything else is just like receipts and wrappers, some gloves. It's like my dad's. Fruit snacks. It's like followed through with my dad's like farm yeah. trucks. Got baling twine. Yep. And it's like, some bag bomb in the, yeah. in the glove box, the jockey box. A bunch of needles that have been like for yeah. medicine for calves and stuff, yeah. just like kicking around in there. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's how she's coming. Good. All right. Tony Mao says, were you both prepping individually before you two met and became friends? If so, how did you each become aware that the other was a prepper? Bonus question. What's the best crypto to get into and why is it loop ring? Um, who said we're friends? Hmm? Yeah, <laughs> we're just work buddies. We work <laughs> together. We do this, and we never talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, we both prepped. Um, it, it, to an extent. I mean, I didn't necessarily consider myself a prepper. I didn't either back then. Um, and I was trying to think of how we sort of figured. I think it was just through the video games that we kind of figured we were into that stuff, right? Yeah, pretty much survival and. Yeah, video mm. games kind of where we were like, oh, maybe we are prepper. Yeah. We kind of all are. If you know anybody from Utah, we kind of grew up that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I had 72 hour kits for me and my wife, and that was about it. Mm. You know, yeah. it started adding water once we had kids in a house. Yeah. But like never gear and bug out bags right. until yeah. later. Yeah. And I think crypto, I <laughs> would say Ethereum is probably. The one that has the most growth potential, yeah. at the price you can afford right now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. But I, I kind of haven't followed it as closely lately. <clears throat> yeah, I, I still. I'm just holding all the stuff that I have. ETH yeah. and some Bitcoin. Drop and some, a little teeny bit in there. Some here Cardano there. and a few things. But yeah, I don't. I don't know which one's best. You don't either, Tony. <laughs> Nobody knows. Loop ring. Good luck. Yep. It's probably it, a good one. Who hope knows? Hope it does well, yeah. and then I'll buy at the peak and lose everything I bought. <laughs> right. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, what's the one best? I want to say Bathsheba. <laughs> Sheba, you <Inu>. know, <laughs> Bathsheba. <laughs> yeah, no, that one. Shiba um, Inu. yeah, that one took a dive after I bought some. Oh so. yeah, it you just never know. Every you time. just never know. Yeah. Um, this is Dulus Hendenevsky. Yeah, it is Dulus Evnesky. Greetings, comrades. I like that. You got to do this in a Russian accent. Greetings, comrades. Mm. I am thinking about investing some time next summer in learning myself some archery. <laughs> Both <laughs> for entertainment know. and for possible appliances in SHTF scenario. With bows being the almost silent, arrows easy to made, <laughs> easy, easier made, and acquired than bullets. Oh are my you gosh. like in and out of the accent. I know. <laughs> sure what are going. your thoughts on archery as pepper skill? Don't remember hearing a lot about it in podcast. Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah, so Cam has much like, more <laughs> information on this than I do. So I'm going to let him can't answer this. Um, yeah, like I, I think archery is a hugely important skill to learn and to learn how to hunt with, a, you know, I didn't get my elk with it, mm. but like I remember talking to you when we were filming, just like how useful the skills of like stalking the animal, mm. like trying to be, um, you know, downwind from them yeah. and like unseen. It's like, how would all of that apply to like, if you were dealing with like a hostile group, you, you know, yeah. if like somebody had to do some exchange and you had to hide out in the woods, this skill would like sure give you an advantage. 
So I think it's, I think it's massively important. I'd say crossbows and a compound bow, if you have those and mm. practice with them, I think it would be extremely useful. Because yeah. you don't want to be up staying away from people and fire off, you know, yeah. 30-06 or something. And you're just like. Oh, well, huh? they all know where I am. Yeah. Exactly. And they're, it's, they're fun to shoot. It, it, it is entertainment. It's yeah. fun to do. And it's it's almost a little bit of a, like the few times I've done it, you have to be so focused on what you're doing. It's you a little do. bit of a meditation almost. Just yeah. like out there. I love Flinging it. arrows, you know. Like, it, it, yeah. That that experience was was amazing. So oh yeah, for sure. I think you definitely got a good one there, Dimitri. 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 All right, Jay uh, Kellonsdale. Jay Selensdale. Kellonsdale. How do you say it? I don't know. Um, I don't know. He says you have to bug out with a politician of your choice. After- J. C. Elonsdale. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. After Teddy Roosevelt, who do you choose? You got to bug out. Oh, with he a said politician. after Teddy. I didn't see that. Yes. Um, so, um, do you want to go first? Do you yeah. want me to go? I mean, Winston Churchill. Yeah, that's a great he one. He would be fun. I guess, yeah. He was kind of overweight and fat, though. He was, he? but the guy knew what he's doing. Oh, yeah. If he had a scotch and a cigar, can you imagine <laughs> yeah. sitting next to the fire with yeah, him? Yeah, he sounds like he was pretty entertaining to be around. Um, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. That dude's smart, inventor, charismatic. Yeah. Like, he would be awesome. That would That'd be, be awesome. my two. Okay. Um, Nobody of modern time. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I got a couple of, I got okay. one modern ish. Um, George H.W. Bush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, dude, he was no shot kidding. down in World War II and, and survived, like swam like miles in the That's ocean. That's true. Like, that dude's tough. I mean, not anymore. Nowadays, we obviously. go obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, George H.W. Bush, that'd be a good one. Um, and I'm going well, with. Well, he died, right? Yeah. I'm going with Dwight Eisenhower. Yeah. Dude beat Hitler. Oh, yeah. Beat his ass, yeah. Uh, you know, with the help of the Russians, but they did it right. Yeah, they got him beat. Um, Freaking lieutenant trained from World War One. Yeah. Like those dudes know what they're doing. Those that's just a tough sob. You know, seriously. You know that dude was just tough. You know, cut off a pinky and just keep well, wasn't going. It like him and like MacArthur and all those. They were all at the same time. It's yeah. like they were all bad A's, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go with the old classic George Washington, my favorite president of Gotta all. Gotta love time. George Washington. Tough as damn nails. Battle hardened. Oh, shot off his horse like a thousand times. Just <laughs> kept getting back up and beat the British with a bunch of farmers. Seriously. Bunch of farmers and he beat them. Yeah. Right? You can take a prepper group, take over the United Ooh, States. Yeah. You could do it. I'm taking George, man. Yeah, George is great. Yeah, I'm doing that. So That's that, a good one. Okay. That's a great question. That I like that a great one. question. Your turn. Aaron Kraft. Uh, he makes that mac and cheese. Oh, I love it. Mm. Your single slices are delicious. <laughs> I'm not big on American cheese, to be honest. I actually don't eat any of those. <laughs> I don't even like it. <laughs> um, the only cheese I'm I'm a cheese snob. And Are you? I, like Tillamook is all I ever want. Jeez, Tillamook's so good. Oh, it's good. Yeah, but I'll I'll it's take a fortune though. The Cache Valley cheese is good too. Oh, that's true. I forget about Cache Valley. I should say that. But again, that's, that's where my milk, our family's milk goes to. <laughs> it's good cheese. Yeah, that is good cheese. Do you have like a specific type of cheese? You, you just go you like a sharp. Oh, cheddar? I'm a sharp. I'm Are a you? sharp. Yeah. See, I like all types of cheese, man. I'll eat medium. I'm not stingy that way. So I'll, I'll like eat the, the Colby Jack. I'll, I'll Western eat Family's gross. Provolone. I'll eat any of it, man. Yeah, I think I will too. Honestly, che- uh, I don't Swiss. care for blue cheese though. I don't. I don't much either. It's a little too strong. It's too strong. Like a tiny bit goes so far. Yeah. You get like a blue People cheese like burger. Have, it's like covered. Yeah. In it. You're like Whoa. you get a blue cheese burger at a restaurant, and that's all you taste is blue cheese. <laughs> It is. I should have got blue cheese that's soup. The bottom of my cheeses. Yeah, but they're all great. Craft, no offense. Yeah, no okay? offense. But first off, uh, 
got the at Leatherman tool skeletal based on mm. your recommendations. It's an amazing, it's amazing, and I use it every day. Question, what is the best way to start prepping and not get overwhelmed? Also, how to stay in it without getting burnt out? Mm. That's yeah. it. Well, you got the skill tool, so you both started and finished prepping. So good job. <laughs> According to Kobe, it's yeah. the best thing you could have done. It's it's just a good tool. It is a It's good a great tool. I love the skill tool. Yeah. Um, no doubt. So first off, go listen to our episode on prep or burnout if you're worried about burnout. I think we had some really good stuff in there that'll help you. But I think so too. You know, just don't go crazy. Keep it simple. Yeah. Start with one small goal a month. And then just, like, make it fun because, like, you know, EDC bags, bug out bags, you know, vehicle kits, that to me, like, it doesn't feel like work. It's fun to do. Yeah. Right? I love the gear. I love putting kits together. I love talking about it, and I love all that kind of stuff. So for me, like, that is the kind of thing that helps me not get overwhelmed and helps me not get burnt out because it's fun. Yeah. Right? You got to find the things within it that you enjoy doing and make that a regular part of it, you know, as much as you can. And and don't get, don't get like, trigger happy and spend too much money all at once. Yeah, That's yeah. I think that gets people in trouble, too. You I know? do too. And then get the family involved. Because if you can get the family involved, then you can kind of all do it together. Yeah. And it's less of a It's super thing. helpful to have like a friend that does it too. Oh, yeah. We'll go in cycles where I'm like, man, I just all of a sudden feel this urge to like get more water. And if yeah. Kobe says that or he's been buying a little more, I'm like, I got to buy a little more. Yeah. It kind of pushes you. It a do. Little You're bit. Like, it's, oh, yeah. I got to remember. It's kind of similar to like a workout buddy a yeah. little bit because they it keep is. you honest and they keep you. And then like I'll talk about like, or Cam will be like, I got this really great deal on this food. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Man. He's he's got more food than me. I gotta go get some food, you know. And it's a little bit of a competition, but it's a good friendly competition to keep right. you to keep you motivated, right? Yeah, I think that's a huge one. Yeah, that one for me helps because we go in and out of it. I'm like, oh for sure. I'll go weeks without doing anything prepper related, and then I'm like, man, now I gotta buy a whole bunch more water. Yeah, you feel all. And it isn't even always just buying stuff. Sometimes, like you know, organizing is or, probably yeah. my biggest thing. I organizing. swear, every week I'm organizing. Yeah. Or it's a financial thing, or it's yeah. you know, workout thing. There's so many different aspects to it. So just yeah. find somebody just that helps like, push you. Like at retirement, we like bring that up. Too. Yeah. It's like exactly. okay, if something never happens, you still got a plan for that. You still got a plan for it. Exactly. Um, yeah, no. So hopefully that helps. Yeah. Hopefully. You got your skeletal tool that you start you you're you, plowing the way. You are on your way, yeah. my friend. All right, Dylan Grafton, 13. Hey, guys. Me and my fiance are expecting a baby in April. Baby. I was wondering what essentials you guys recommend putting in your hospital bags from a man's point of view as well as overall suggestions. Want to be as prepared as possible. So, um, I don't know, just get your battle box and throw it in there, probably. You know, uh, Pro Plus, and that'll get you through that the whole thing. That would probably be it. Yeah. Just do that. You just play with all the gear. You know, there might be something in there work help you with the birth. I don't know. Put the hospital as your shipping address. Yeah. Just have a Send new right one over. come while you're in there. Yeah. It's like two right. babies yeah. in one. So Cam actually has been through this more recently than I have. Yeah. But I, re- I remember with our first baby uh, specifically, like just hanging around forever in the hospital room. It's like, when's this baby coming? I thought I you said it hurt and it was time to go. Yeah. You know, but um, so get yourself something to keep you entertained, like a good book. Something like that, but also... There's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of downtime. But also anything that makes the wife happy, because um, from a man's point of view, you got to keep her happy. That's your number one job. Yeah. you got to keep her comfortable, happy. She did it all. And because, like, <laughs> she really did. And that's the thing. You're just sitting there kind of like an idiot. Like, I can't do anything. I can't help her. Yeah. I can't... I didn't, I'm just sitting here. 
Yeah. That's all I She's do. She's got to be, yeah. You're just like on demand. Like, yeah. She needs a drink. Boom. You go get you that You got to go get the drink. You know, you can't do none of the medical stuff. Yeah. And but, I, I'm, I'm guessing you're just wanting some details about stuff to have prepared for while you're there. Not like yeah, maybe, the full on know. prepper. Yeah. What if there's a grid down and I'm in the hospital? <laughs> I don't think you wanted that extreme. Yeah. Bug out ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Um, my wife, like she was, she was pretty prepared cause you know, on our third child, it's like we eliminated all the costs the hospital likes to tack on, you yeah. know, here's your $74 ibuprofen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so like some of the key things that she, like I asked her and she said, like she took slippers and change of clothes, like comfy clothes, mm. notebook and some, um, some of her own snacks because uh-huh. you got to wait for, you know, sure. a nurse to come in sometimes to ask for anything or yeah. you got to go. Get lost in the hospital finding a drink. She bring grape nuts. I bet she did. She probably had a I whole bag, Ziploc bag of yeah. grape nuts. <laughs> and then like your, you know, your toiletry, like your toothbrush and all that stuff. Mm. And also just some like, <clears throat> just some uh, of your own like change of underwear and pads mm. and things like that because it's like you wearing pads. They give I don't. Oh okay, but like um, yeah. just for your wife, like get she'll probably get most of that ready and for sure just have a book in your bag. <laughs> Yeah, I'm exactly. done. I'm here. I didn't even have a change of clothes. I think I slept in the same ones. For I did like too. Four nights. I did too. I wasn't but that long. But one one key thing is like, if you have insurance or if you don't or you're on like a high deductible, mm-hmm. most hospitals, if you talk to them beforehand, they yeah. have like a program. Like our hospital has like it's called the Stork program, mm-hmm. and it's way less if you register before. And so they have like everything in line. They give oh, you a discount. That's cool. You can pay ahead sometimes, but. Even if your insurance, like, I don't know anybody on the planet right now that doesn't have a ridiculous deductible. Oh, it's, yeah. So it's like, no matter what. It's not easy. You're paying all this. You're probably going to pay 30% mm-hmm. of the bill anyway. And then you've got all the, like, deductible to meet. Yeah. So, yeah, ask your hospital first. And then, yeah, pack some of this stuff that they like, you know, they like to give you because it costs a fortune. For sure. Tack on your bill. Yeah. That's, That's a lot good of stuff. I don't know. That's a good one. Before we move on, I just want to talk about off the grid surplus cam real quick. Um, their flannels, they're fantastic. I've been wearing it like crazy. I didn't wear it today, but uh, I just I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Those things are absolutely amazing. If you go to their website right now, they have a, a few things that are on sale. I always like to go check out their sales stuff because you can get some they really constantly good have deals. Some sales. Yeah. So you can get their Havoc 2.0 shorts. Their shorts oh, are freaking. Are they on sale right now? Yeah, forty bucks. I gotta buy them on the set. site. Then you can use our code Casual Preppers fifteen, and you're gonna get fifteen percent off of forty dollars. So if I you, know why I'm gonna do that today. Yeah, like seriously, freaking amazing. They have two sizes available right now. You have the twelve inch and the small on XXX. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, quadruple X and a quadruple small. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but those those are on sale. They actually have the women's, the kestrel pants are on sale a little bit right now. So, if you got a woman in your life, the menstrual pants is that what you said? Kestrel pants, <laughs> the menstrual pants. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I mean, there's a lot of jokes there, but I don't want to go to that area of joking yeah. right now. Um, and then they have like some Trailblazer Pro 2.1 pants on sale too for forty two bucks. Oh my gosh, dudes. You gotta go. The hideout denim 2.0 is 50 bucks right now in their sales section. Um, so I just, bought so much stuff on my own. Like that's how good their stuff is. Exactly, it's great. It's not so. all sent to us. <laughs> it's not. So go check them out. Uh, use our code Casual Preppers 15. Remember, you got to add that 15 on the end now at offthegridsurplus.com. Sweet. All right, Alpha Musk. Musk. 
not musk. Omega Musk, Omega brother. Yes. So if you and Cam, if you and Cam were the last two people on Earth, how would you repopulate? So, you dirty little. Yeah. Uh, so I said, you know, we wouldn't. We yeah, would just. Yeah, we couldn't. So we would just enjoy a long, full life without people. Amen, brother. Yep. Couldn't have said it better. That's it. If my wife and kids are gone. I'm not even going to try to make more. No. It's like, I'm well, not. No, that's it. Especially if it's another male. I just, sorry. <laughs> I'm not it's even going to attempt. It's not going to really work. What do you think? Should we try? <laughs> Is it going to work? We probably should try. <laughs> Maybe there's some evolution going on here. Yeah, it's like yeah. a whole Jurassic Park Despite thing. Despite Na- what you people might think, we're not going to try. Nature finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> the Jurassic Park thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. That's the end. We ain't gonna Sorry. Re- we ain't gonna that re- is the it. end if it's just me and The God. Earth is over for humans. I'm going to enjoy all that time oh, yeah. with no people and yeah, do whatever like, we want. My last 40 years or so are going to be great. <laughs> going to be great. Uh, besides, don't have to worry about money. Besides missing, missing my family. family. Right. right, that's it. But you got to make the best of it. You got to. So you're like, I don't need money for anything. I'll I'm take my go- grieving period. You know, you drive gonna... brand new Ford downtown. Oh. Then you take a Porsche oh. to the steakhouse yeah. and eat all the stuff. Try and the fly pantry. a helicopter. Yeah, see if it works. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got all this freedom and you just die in a plane crash because idiot tried to fly something. I did this on battlefield. I can do it. <laughs> um, I don't know what other kind of crazy crap would we do. I don't know. That'd you be know? a whole podcast. It'd be so fun. Like, yeah, just talk about just the insane stuff <laughs> we would do. Oh, man. Like, go, just go and try all the guns out. At yeah, the, oh, for so sure. Fun. Do that. Uh, oh, man. You you could just spend all day just wandering around Walmart and playing with oh, stuff. Oh, just going cooking, through people's houses. Just cooking What kind of weird shit does this guy have? And yeah. With the stuff down in the toy just section. Just going through your neighbor's houses? Yeah. Like, what do you guys <laughs> got in here, you weirdos? <laughs> You know, that's just true. going through their stuff. There's no shame in it. It's like, no. well, you wow, know? they were kinky. Oh, I knew it. I knew, I knew it. <laughs> you know? Any of our neighbors are like, ugh. <laughs> I better think about that. If what I'm going to die, I'm going to burn all my nerd and my gross stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, There'd that, be a lot of weird <laughs> stuff you could do, though. That's true, though. That would be interesting. You're like, oh, wow, I know a couple people's house. I'm going to go yeah. check out. And See just drive weird. across the country, just checking out different cities. Yeah. It'd be know. nice to visit some of those parks with nobody in them. Yeah. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's a fun time there. That's oh, a fun time. man, we should do a whole episode on the crazy stuff <laughs> we, we would do if we were the last two people on Earth, like yeah. a mindless banner. That would be great. Maybe That's we should. Fun one. We should put that on the list. Um, Mark Cooper, 2413. Out of Coop. 2413. 2413 is Mark. This is a paragraph. Okay. <laughs> so we all think a lot about short-term and long-term survival and prepping accordingly. Get home bags, Bob, maybe seeds, grape nuts. But what about the really long-term? Mm. So a total collapse, say, 30 years in the future or longer. It'll be 70 years Where old. all those lovely 25-year meals are gone. <gasps> How can we prep for the long-term? And have you ever wondered in that situation where we will end up technology-wise and living-wise? Hmm. Would we revert back to the historical point in time, hunter-gatherer, Viking era, Roman era? Where mm. would you like to end up? Where would I like to end up? This is a really hard question to answer. That's so a long time, man. If you're at a point of starting to think about that, good job. Yeah. I uh, If you're prepping for the long, 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 long-term <laughs> stuff, the seriously. Eternity, eternity I, prepping. Yeah, I like, I don't, I can't do it. 
I've got enough stuff to worry about for like a short term power outage. Than I can't worry about past the first year, like a thirty year. You know, yeah. and we talked about this in an episode, the uh, uh, rebuilding society. Yeah, remember that right. episode we, we talk talked about. about? how hard it would be to do all that kind of stuff. Ugh. It'd be really, really hard. Um, but I just, I don't have it in me to prep for that. No. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have it. It's it's not impossible, but you just really have to be, like, on your prepping game to be like, I got my 30-minute my prep plan, you know, I got my one day, my two week, I got my 30-year prep plan. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much to go. But um, he asked, where would I like the technology to end up? Yeah. That's a cool you know, question. Um, so, I have this weird fascination with the 1950s. I don't, I don't know how this works. I don't know how we get technology back to the 1950s, but, you know, you still have some conveniences, but everything's just kind of slowed down. Yeah. You know, you got radio, a little bit of TV maybe. You know, uh, the wife is at home when I come home all dolled up with <sighs> dinner ready. I come home from work with my suit. It just, I know the fifties. It just new. seems, yeah, so nice. You're born in the wrong era. Maybe that's my time travel thing. I just need to get back to the November. Yeah, 5th, I think like post World War Two. Yeah, and like this next ten Ooh, years or yeah. so it seems so awesome. Oh, beautiful. That's when everybody started building like empires. You know, for that's sure. Yeah. Like the vets started building businesses that were like taking off. The for economy sure. was crazy. Yeah, that would be a great time. Oh yeah. I don't know that I'd select any other. I think the early 1900s have some cool stuff. But only if you're like Wild Wild West or like Wild Wild West, Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be kind of cool. But just because technology starting to come, but it would also play, suck. It would suck because you would be like, I don't have any technology. Yeah, light bulbs are barely even. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know, man. The fifties, yeah, late forties, fifties. That's a great time. Um, I've been there before. It's great. Ah, I love it. But yeah, I, I, man, I think it goes back to those primitive skills that you need to learn, like husbandry and hunting and Wife, gardening. Wifeandry, <laughs> husbandry. Yeah. You got to learn to deliver baby on your own. You do, yeah. But like, that's, I mean, that's, that's why you learn those skills because you mm. want to be self-reliant. Yeah. And if you're self-reliant, you're not relying on your 25 year and you can mm. go a lot longer. For sure. So it comes down to skills, boy. It sure do. Boa. Boy. All right, this one came from Sheldon Lehman. My son is doing a podcast for a school assignment. Can you give him some pointers? What do you think, Cameron? Well, well I said you got to learn to read out loud good and speak good. Yeah. And it's some, yeah, somehow change your ability, like when you're in front of a mic yeah. to like talk. It's like corrupts oh, yeah. all of your reading skills it and does. your speaking skills. Plus, yeah. if you have a co-host, it's like point zero zero two three seconds to correct your word. It's a little stressful. It, it could be. I so, could understand that. So I'd say no co-host. <laughs> no co-host. It's a little easier at first. Yeah. It gets, I, I don't know Bull how crap. you would do it without a co-host. It'd be so hard. It'd be really boring. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, a few things I've learned over the years is, you know, you got to listen to people. Have that open ear to suggestions, but you ended up, you just got to do what you want to do. Yeah. Because otherwise, I can't tell you how many suggestions we have gotten from people. It's like, you guys should really do it this way. I know. Or you guys should do it this oh, way. Oh, for you? This thing is dumb. You should do it this way. Let like, me okay. spin the whole podcast for And, like, you. I get it. Like, you you want it to be different, but, like, it's our podcast. Yeah. We got to do it the way we want to do it. Otherwise, we're not going to continue to do it. Right, right. You know, you know what I mean? Especially at the beginning, there were so many people who were like, why are you doing it like this? You guys should not do I this. I know. Like, I all the time. Now they're just like, okay, they're setting stone. Now they're doing what they're, they're going to do. <laughs> Those idiots aren't going to change for nobody. Um, but, you know, and then take some time to find your niche. Uh, take the time to get good audio. It's yeah. very important. And then just be consistent. You'll get through it. You'll get yeah. it done. 
Right? Yeah, don't honestly like play off the mistakes. I yeah. think people like, oh, yeah. find it funny anyways. Yeah, don't don't try and be perfect. Like we've Re-record. never record. I think over the 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 six years or five years or whatever, we've edited like two podcasts yeah. for issues. Just the rest it. of it is just us <laughs> doing what we do. Director's cut. Director's cut. <laughs> uncut, extended, unrated version. Yeah. Yeah. It's all X rated. <laughs> yeah. Uh we're on to Jeshua. Joshua Weisinger. 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 I don't know how you say that. Most books and movies that have SHTF moments always seem to happen during times when the weather is decent out. Do you feel that it's more likely to happen during a specific season? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this. Guaranteed. A billion times. I think you have to prepare for it being in the worst time. Yeah. I think so, too. But, you know, I think that probably isn't that far off, that thing we joke about all the time where it's going to be dead of winter, dead be. of summer. Because extreme weather is, yeah. is a cause it's of true. SHTF situations. Plus... In extreme weather, people are more emotional. They're pissed off. Yeah. Like, it's cold, it's hot, I'm not happy. Yeah, it's And true. so, like, it's more... Winter depression's up. Stress. Yeah. Like, right now, people are just stressed out. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, and they're just miserable. And so, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think it's going to happen during one of those because those are the crappy times. Oh, sure. Plus, the elections are in November and... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going into winter. Yeah. The change happens in January, like... Yep. I think much more likely. Yep, so I agree. Yep. So guaranteed. Yep. Uh, this one came from Bill Fry. Okay, Bill. What do you think your midlife crisis will be? I think mine will be a lifted F-150 with truck nuts. I don't know what mine will be. I think mine will be quitting my job and mm-hmm. just deciding if I even want to do medicine anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting at home like, what, what am I going to do? Hope this podcast takes off. <laughs> it's really going to have to get going. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe mine's a tattoo. That'd be awesome. Give me a big old stay survived on my arm <laughs> yeah. and then a flux capacitor on there somewhere. I Man, I seriously, if I could do a tattoo yeah. and I wasn't in the profession I was in yeah. just because it's kind of weird to hide it. And uh-huh. I love the sleeve tattoo, man. They're uh, so awesome. I've, I've literally been thinking about it. I'm like, can I just get a tattoo? Yeah. Can I do it? I think they're awesome. It's hard in a professional setting. Right. It's hard to do. And I know, like, people think they're kind of dirty and... I don't like, think they're dirty. No, just like, you know, o- o- older people. Uh, show you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah uh-huh. man, it's trashy. Yeah. And they've got a Popeye one that's stretched out, like, <laughs> yeah. it's a rose, this is mama on it, on yeah. the chest. You can't read it anymore. <laughs> it's all, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, like, um, the tattoo probably would be like a midnight crisis. Yeah, so. definitely mine, yeah. Mine my wife be, just mine would be this. jobless. My wife just went, we were making, you know, jokes about it, because she just got her nose pierced. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like she's midlife crisis. Now oh, she's all, every episode she's mad at me. I think it looks cute. She looks sexy as hell yeah. with it. So I'm, like, I'm all about it. So <laughs> then that's what matters. That's all that matters is that I'm happy with it. Right? Looks cute, but you can't touch me. Don't touch. <laughs> Just look. Don't look too long. <laughs> you're gross. Get away. Go oh, you're do thinking something. this gross boy stuff, aren't you? <laughs> you got boy thoughts on the brain. <laughs> Look at me. Now you're done. Now you're getting gross. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> You've used up your minutes of looking. I already know what you're thinking before you even looked at me. <laughs> Ain't happening. <laughs> Got a headache and stuff. <laughs> Remember? Always. I'm all bloaty today. <laughs> bloaty. Uh, we're both in trouble. <laughs> oh. We will be hanging out this weekend nope. by ourselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thomas Enos. Thomas Enos. The book of Thomas Enos. Thomas P. Enos. <laughs> I so hope your middle name is P. P- Mine's a P, but it doesn't go very well with my last name. Doesn't it? 
No, I'm just saying, like, I think it, it goes, goes way back. Oh, yeah, this oh, yeah for sure, yeah. Thomas P. Enos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be so good. Your parents didn't do you right if they Dude, didn't do that. I know, it's the opportunity No lost. one would ever forget your name, no matter what profession <laughs> yeah. you were in. Oh, P. Enos, yeah, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy. Can you imagine in school? He'd be the coolest dude in high school. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We going to Thomas P. Enos's house. You always got off-the-hook parties. Oh, man. Yeah, and, if, and I don't know if you're a churchgoer, but that would be great. We're going to hear a talk by Brother P. Enos. Brother P. Enos. <laughs> oh, he ain't uh, ever listening again. No, he's done. He's we like, love you, Tommy, Tommy E. Bee. Um, has, has Cam named the first chapter of his Get Wet with Prepping book yet? <laughs> Man, I, I forgot about that. I keep seeing all these. Like, we get wet with prepping. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I came up with a good one. Yours you came up one. with a good one, too. Yeah. Chapter one, the prepper G-spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Mm. I just said chapter one, positional awareness. <laughs> Positional awareness. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's a good book. It's a good book. Chapter two, Anatomy of a Prepper. <laughs> Uh, all right uh, uh yeah john owen okay you have a choice between living in santa carla with all the goddamn vampires <laughs> or the quiet suburban location of mayfield place hinkley hills with a lovely set of neighbors who keep themselves to themselves you have to pick one location <laughs> and you only have a hundred dollars for preps where are you gonna live and what you're gonna be buying uh, I'd obviously go with Hinkley Hills. Which, yeah, I mean, what I'm used to, kind of, for sure. Like, well, I mean, except for the murderers next door. I'd still, I don't know if my neighbors right now are murderers <laughs> or not. Yeah, I think Danny, wouldn't doubt it. Danny's got some Dan. people in them trucks. Somewhere. Yeah, he probably could. Yeah, go throw them in the mine somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got. Yeah, that's a great. He's got idea. a good hiding yeah. spot. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I had to go with you know prepping wise it's had to be Hinkley Hills. You don't have immediate danger of vampires all the time like you do in Santa Carla, right? Um, and the and, murders are trying to be stealthy. Yeah, they're trying to be stealthy. It. They weren't like just like yelling it out the window, right? You know, we're we're murderers. Um, so myself as a neighbor, I'd never go over and intentionally talk to anyone anyway. So I'm pretty sure the danger for me is low. Yeah, but it's more fun to talk about living in Santa Carla, right? Yeah. So, I'm just going to keep it close to the original script, how it went down. I'm hiring the Frog Brothers. They're going to come over, and they're going to do their thing, right? Um, you spend a little bit of money on some garlic, a little bit of holy water. get some sharp bike. Yep, bike. I can't uh, beat your bike. can't beat your bike, man. <laughs> um, you know, make a few sharp stakes, um, and then just invest in some really good window and door locks. Because yeah. they would have had that. The windows just kept popping That's open. true, huh? Constantly. I'm like, gosh, yeah. shut your window, get a good latch. That's a good movie. I yeah. haven't seen that oh, in a while. Dude, it is so good. What's the little horn on the truck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you blast through. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Anyways, great movies. Yeah. Great, that, great question. Yeah. Great locations. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, Glenn Burmel. 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 I have been working on my water skills and want to know which would you prefer. One large storage container that is heavy for moving around or smaller five-gallon containers that could be moved in case of bugging out. Uh, as always, stay survived. I'm going with the 55 gallons or bigger <laughs> tanks just because yeah. you're most likely to bug in. And that space saving, man, water sucks. Dude, it does. It takes up way too much space. It does. So it's even stuck. though it's a big one location, mm -hmm. it's like try and put 55 gallons of small jugs in the same location. It's, it's a lot of gallons. It takes a lot of pipes. Yeah. Um, so I think, honestly, you got to have both. 
Yeah. I don't think you can just do one. Um, so you got to have that big one because, again, how do you store enough water without using one of those big suckers? You can't. No. You just can't do it. Meet your family's needs for yeah. two weeks. Mm-mm. You got to have a big one. Yeah, but I do gotta love. Have a big old one. <laughs> yeah, I do love the gallon and the five gallon containers because they're easily moved. I really love the five gallon ones. I, I actually bought a couple of. I have like four of those. Like the military ones. So I've got two of those. So I can just throw oh, yeah, them in you the have truck. The nicer ones. I can just throw them in the truck. I just have like the. One handle. Oh, those like are good too. Five gallon. Doesn't kinda, matter. Yeah, they're great. They're they're square. They kind of. Yeah. I wish those water. Square. Are you such a square? <laughs> I wish the water bricks were as much as they're they were because they would be so nice. It would be nice. But, but yeah, that's a good question. Gotta though. do both. Gotta I like do it. Both. I like it. I do too. Uh, Josh Daniels. Why don't people invest more in wool blankets? All the talk of light packing or ultralight hikers, and then when preppers, it's almost barely talked about. We've mentioned it quite a few times. We have, yeah. We've talked about but it frequently. That's a good point. I received point. two in different battle boxing, mm-hmm. and I, en- I ended up buying an additional one when we went to the prepper uh, prepper con. Yeah, because they're so nice. Like they really are. They're they're warm. They're thick. Like you can wrap crap in them. You can wrap a body in them. Mm. <laughs> but like picnicking is what I end up using them for the yeah, most. I do Just too like all the time. You can throw it over like alfalfa you know, stems and yeah. you would still be comfortable sitting on it. Corn stalks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Seriously, like yeah, they're good. They're so nice. And they're warm, man. That's why I keep one in my truck all the time. What if my truck breaks down in the middle of the winter? I gotta keep warm. Yeah. And that's gonna do it. Even if you're crawling under it to fix it. It's like for sure. It's super nice to have them. My truck don't break down. No, it's I true. got I that's got true. a ram. I live under mine. <laughs> might as well put a steering wheel down there. I might as well. <laughs> yeah, I can fix it while I drive. <laughs> More efficient. <laughs> Scraping my back on Changing the road. Changing oil while I go down the road. <laughs> Pretty cool. Two yeah. spots. Um, Nick Barkle. Yeah, they probably call him the dog. Yeah. Barkle. If you could prep any type of food without worrying about it going bad or its nutritional value, what would you prep? Uh, I might do a gluttonous amount of Coke and macaroni. Nice. That's a great one. It is. Yeah, I'm going with steak. Yeah. I don't care. If I could have steak all the time. I'll I just live. feel so satisfied with steak. Like oh, you, do you, you don't have hunger for like twenty four no. hours. Yeah, your colon gets all clogged up with that stuff, <laughs> yeah. and you can keep it for Farts later. Farts are all yeah. yeasty. <laughs> it's great, man. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the steak. I'd probably go with that yeah. too all day long, and I'd probably drink Coke all day long if there was no problem with it. <laughs> yeah, I would too. You're right. I, I it's would. Delicious. Too. Yeah. C. E. Martin. Which would you rather have, a knife that never needed sharpening or a lamp that never ran out of God, fuel? This one was tough. Dude, I... I it, thought about this one over and over. I'm like, uh. Yeah. So, I guess you have to... Is it... I only get one or the other? That's or, what I was thinking. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking that's you get one or the other. Because if I could have... If I could still have the knives that I have, I'm going with the lamp. Me too. Because a lamp that never runs out of fuel, you don't have to worry about charging it. You don't have to worry about plugging it in. You don't have to worry about... Heat from it. Yeah, it's like, just... You just always have light. Yeah. I can. Sterilized. I have a ton of knives. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you had one or the other, man, it's still Yeah, tough. Still one or tough. the other. But I'd probably go with the knife then. Yeah, I think you'd have to. Because it's more of a multi-tool, you know? Right. But yeah, that was a good question because I was like, "It's hard." Next time, clarify, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. Very tough. Trisha Glass, Ooh, Pepsi or Coke? Mm, that's stupid. Coke <laughs> all day long. Does anybody pick Pepsi? I'm surprised she even asked. I know if she's listened to anything else. Come on, we talk about Coke all day. Coke all the way. I don't even like. I don't even really care to have a Pepsi. Like, no, if it's like 
there's a pop in the fridge and mm-hmm. I'm really craving one and it's Pepsi. I'm like, I don't. I don't pop. crave one anymore. I don't. It's funny because I Dr. grew up Pepper, on Pepsi. I also don't like. My dad drank Pepsi growing up. Did he? Yeah. My dad was always Coke. Drinker. That's the way he is. Why the way he is probably, but um, yeah, I always had Pepsi growing up. And then like one day I was like 15. I remember and I got a Coke and I'm like, what the fudge have I been doing? <laughs> why have I been drinking Pepsi? I know. It's not the that I have formula. Not man. that I haven't had a Coke before, but just one day I'm like, why are we always have Pepsi in our house? True. This is stupid. True. Coke is so My much better. My dad had Coke or RC Cola. Oh, the RC Cola is An delicious. RC Cola is really good. I will drink RC Cola all day long. <laughs> Didn't you say it's like? 10 times the sugar or something. I don't care. It's I don't like know. 20 grams more. Probably, but it's so good. Yeah, that's why it's coming back, too. Is it? You can get it more. Yeah, I love RC Cola. Yeah, RC Cola is good. Or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's that one. But yeah, Coke. I mean, easy. Yeah, that's not even a hard question. Yeah. It's easy. Well, that's everything, guys. Yeah. But the, any questions stand out? No, you're you? the guy. You're the guy. I'm giving it all to you. Oh, man. Okay? That's so you a get tough to pick the question. One. I have two in mind. Mm. Okay, which ones do you have in mind? Drum roll, please. Drum roll. I'm gonna have to say. I'm. I'm gonna go with. Oh, where is it? Let me find it. Okay. Give me five seconds here. One. Um. Two. Man, that's tough. Three. I, these are all great questions. It's so hard. Four. <laughs> I'm trying to find. It. I'm trying to find it. Five. Uh, where was it? It's the uh, Cameron. I'm going to go with my boy, Dimitri. Dimitri. Uh, oh, crap. He probably lives in Russia. You want me to send it to Russia? Oh, crap. I probably can't do that. Pick another one. That's true, Dimitri. That's Sorry, true. Dimitri. I just not, I'm not doing it. You did a good job, though. Yeah. Gosh, dang it. The other one I'm trying to find here, it was the one that talked about, it was a question on, sorry about this, everybody. <laughs> do you want me to pick? Huh? Oh my gosh, I can't find it. You can't find it. I had it marked too. Did you really? I wonder if it deleted it. <laughs> it's my, but I, 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 like the one I probably spent the most time thinking about because uh-huh. it's a good question is that last, that second to last one was C.E. Martin. Okay. So the knife and the lamp. Okay. Was a great question. All right, C.E. Martin, you're the winner. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and, and shoot us a message either on Instagram. Or uh, shoot us an email at casualpreppersspodcast at gmail.com with your information, and I will send out your um, Gray Man subscription, Gray Man briefing subscription, and a couple of stickers. Nice. Right to your home. Get you in your house. Get you in your house. Right next to your lamp and your Seriously, what, knife. Yeah, I was going to say who was a runner up, but I can't even find it. I think the runner up was the, the Hinkley Hills. Yeah, that was uh, good just because I they like know the us politician too well. one too. Yeah, it was a good one too. Dang, sorry, they're C- all so good. C- so hard. CE, you done one. So send me a message. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Make sure to follow us, subscribe, all the places that we are, and stay survived.